Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is flesh-eating bacteria. Your skin is supposed to be the barrier that protects your insides from the outside world. Sometimes it can fall prey to the very things it's supposed to protect you against. One type of infection is especially concerning because it can result in serious complications if not caught early enough. What is this disease? How is it treated? Can you protect yourself from it? Flesh-eating bacteria, or necrotizing fasciitis, sounds like something out of a science fiction movie. Unfortunately, it's not. It's a rare infection of the skin and the tissues below it, commonly caused by group A streptococcus bacteria. This is the same bacteria that can cause strep throat. Other types of bacteria can cause the disease as well. It happens when the bacteria infect the superficial fascia, or layer of connective tissue below the skin. Once it enters the body, it spreads rapidly. It destroys not only the skin, but muscle and fat tissue too. It can be deadly if not treated quickly. The bacteria can enter the body through surgical wounds, puncture wounds, burns, minor cuts, insect bites, or abrasions. Early disease symptoms start within 24 hours and include inflammation, fever, nausea, and serious pain in the affected area. Symptoms also entail a combination of increasing pain in the general area, pain that is worse than expected from the appearance of the area, redness or warmth to the area, flu-like symptoms, and intense thirst from dehydration. Advanced symptoms happen about three to four days after the initial infection and consist of swelling, possibly along with a purplish rash, large violet-colored marks that turn into blisters filled with dark, foul-smelling fluid, and discoloration, peeling, and flakiness as tissue death occurs. Critical symptoms develop by day four or five and are a severe drop in blood pressure, toxic shock, unconsciousness, and death. Certain things can elevate your risk of developing necrotizing fasciitis, like alcohol abuse, cancer, chickenpox, cirrhosis, diabetes, heart disease that affects heart valves, chronic kidney disease, weakened immune system, lung diseases, peripheral vascular disease, steroid use, or use of injectable drugs. To increase chances of survival, it's essential to diagnose necrotizing fasciitis early. So if you have any symptoms, be sure to go to the nearest emergency room. Treatment depends on which stage it is when it's diagnosed. Due to the rapid progress of the disease course, you'll need to be admitted to the hospital to be treated. Typically, treatment involves some combination of intravenous or IV antibiotic therapy, medications to maintain adequate blood pressure, cardiac monitoring and breathing aids, surgery to remove damaged or dead tissue, hyperbaric oxygen therapy to preserve healthy tissue, amputation of affected limbs, if necessary, blood transfusions, and IV immunoglobulin 
which helps support the body's ability to fight infection. There are several precautions you can take to prevent necrotizing fasciitis. The most important is to wash your hands with soap and water, especially if your hands are visibly dirty after going to the bathroom or after handling certain foods, such as raw meats. If you don't have access to soap and water, using an alcohol-based hand sanitizer is acceptable. If you have any cuts or open wounds, be sure to clean them with soap and water before covering them with a clean, dry bandage. Avoid swimming in the pool, lake, or ocean, or using a hot tub if you have an open wound or skin infection. If you have a serious or deep wound, have it evaluated by a doctor. Necrotizing fasciitis is a very serious infection. It's essential to seek treatment early to prevent dire complications. If you have any questions or concerns about necrotizing fasciitis, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's Necrotizing Fasciitis page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.